On November 16th, the Griot published an article about SIUE student Arlan Van Hook. Van Hook stated he was the victim of racist and homophobic attacks by members of the Kappa Sigma fraternity on campus. He had also stated that once the university began an investigation, he had received threatening phone calls and even death threats from members of the fraternity. KSDK had also covered the issue. Van Hook and his parents arrived on campus to begin a protest. They were joined by students as well as a full social work class on campus. The group marched into Rendleman Hall. After the family took questions and Van Hook's attorney made a statement, the group marched upstairs to meet with Vice Chancellor for Diversity, Equity, and Inclusion, Jessica Harris. While in the meeting, Mrs. Van Hook stated that Arlan received a police escort as protection when attending some of his classes. But this police escort was only given to him after he expressly asked for one. She also stated that the fraternity had attempted to retaliate against Arlan for speaking out and had accused him of selling drugs. Harris stated that she believed the university did make missteps in handling the situation. A statement was released through the arrest law on November 19th from various organizations on campus, compromised of the Black Faculty and Staff Association, Student Government, Faculty Senate, Graduate Council, Faculty Association, the Non-Tenured Track Faculty Association, Professional Staff Association, and Safe Zone. The statement called for an improvement of the Bias Incident Report Team and for the Division of Student Affairs to diversify its staff. The statement also commended Arlan for speaking out against this injustice. The Alesta will continue to follow the story as it develops. The opinions stated on this podcast do not represent the opinions of the Alestal as a whole. Welcome back to the Alestal After Hours. I'm your host, like always, as of 13 weeks ago, your host, Lifestyles Editor, Gabe Brady at the Alestal. I've got two guests in the studio this week. Hi, my name is Brandon Wells, and I'm the sports editor for the Alestal. Hello, I'm a copy editor for the Alestal, and my name is Jenna Ahmed. Right, so, um, Jenna, this is your first episode, and Brandon, this is your second Second, one? Because you have not been on much? Not really, no. I think I asked you this bef- on your first episode, too. Had you been on with the previous host at all? No. No. Well, welcome to the show, guys. <laughs> Thank uh, you. Um, how's, how was the week for you guys with uh, you know Thanksgiving break coming up? Technically, this comes out Monday of Thanksgiving break, but this is like the Friday of that previous week. I think so far my week has been... Just great. Yeah. It has been the best week ever. Me I, having a class with you and like talking to you frequently, knowing the sarcasm just dripping <laughs> off that. Oy. It's been Super. it's been difficult. I think everyone's happy to have a break. Mm. Uh, I believe it's St. Louis University or some other college in St. Louis that does uh, a different thing where they have a break in the middle of October where they have a whole week off. And then Thanksgiving, they just get Thursday off. Oh, no. I don't. I don't know if that would be better or not. I feel like I like this more. I'd agree. Yeah. I. I don't know. I don't really get much of a break. I still have to work my other job. So. Yeah, that's true. Other stuff doesn't stop, but this just keeps on going here at the Alestal. Although the week this podcast comes out, we will not be releasing any new content. Uh, I don't think, at least, no print issues. So, 
There may be some briefs and stuff for issues coming up. But, uh, yeah, Thanksgiving break. I feel like, I don't know, it's, it's kind of a good break because we've been doing so much for, like, 13 weeks now. But also, I mean, the winter break is, like, three weeks away as well. So just, just give us that. <laughs> just let me stop working. <laughs> um, Well, plenty of great articles this week. First one I wanted to talk about is the staff ed, which was covering the issue of registration uh, on campus. And Brandon, I mean, the staff eds we all sort of agree on and read and sort of concur on. But Brandon, you were the person who actually wrote this one, right? Uh, yes. Right. So, I don't know, can you give me just a rundown of it for the people listening to this? Yeah, so there are a lot of different issues that really could be discussed in terms of issues with registration but for the staff editorial that I wrote I focus more on what we talked about during our meetings with a lot of the uh, server issues that are related directly to CougarNet or and especially as the article talks about with honor students Mm -hmm. while they might have early registration they all try and register for the same exact classes all at the same time, and the server just cannot handle just dealing with that many people for the same class. It's different on standard registration days and or in the way that at least those are different classes, but honor students have those same classes they all have to get into. Right. And it's just a giant sort of confusion thing. And I'm not... I don't know computer stuff. I, I will admit. So I don't know if there's like just a way they could just make a stronger server or make it better because I'm trying to think of a solution. Uh, from what I understand, it might more be helped by adding more servers or I guess in a way boosting their current server capabilities just because it can only handle a certain number of requests at a time. And with all of them trying to register around the same time, which is, I believe, around 8 a.m. or so, I think it's around the same time normal registration opens up for other students. But Hmm. with all of them doing that at the same time, it it just becomes a mess. Mm -hmm. Uh, I mean, I... I've registered for class because this is the only college. I didn't transfer from anywhere. I've been here every year. It's my third year. So it's definitely something that, like, I don't know, at this point, I'm just kind of, like, dully numb to, right? (laughs) Where I'm like, I don't really care. Like, of course, every time I register the first try, it's not going to work because the website's going to be too busy and I just have Mm -hmm. to wait a couple weeks. Have you guys, I don't know, are you as apathetic to it now as I am? Or have you guys, how long have you guys been here? At I SIU. have transferred. This is my first semester, or my second semester now. Mm. So at my previous school, it was, I would say, 200 times worse. Oh, man, really? It was horrible. So when I was registering here, it's like a breath of fresh air, other than the honors thing, because I don't really know how that works. Yeah. But it was, like, similar to the honors um, situation where it couldn't handle that many people. And also there were, like, 25 people per class, with so like, 200 people trying to register for it. Mm. So it was a recurrent issue. And then they also did nothing to fix it. So I don't know if there would be a solution there. So mm-hmm. it's it's definitely I think also not only would like better servers like you were saying, Brandon help, but I also think just more of those classes offered, right? Like more of the uh, whatever classes seats, a bunch of honors like, kids are getting more yeah. seats in the classes yeah. as well. Yeah, with I mean, 
with COVID, that's difficult, obviously. But I mean, sure. still, I think there's big there's big classrooms on this campus. You True, c- you could right. totally there, there's definitely something to be done there. I don't know, um, especially because uh, as you say, pretty close to the end of the article here. Not all students can get into the classes they need to graduate, and due to some fields having n- higher numbers of students, l- having limited access to classes can be a problem. That's definitely something that literally I just experienced a couple weeks ago right. when I was registering because I was like, okay, I have to take this class for my major, and I, I couldn't. So I was like, what do, or for one of my minors, I don't know. It was just some required class I need. It doesn't matter why, but there was a class I needed to take that I couldn't quite take. So I had to switch. I don't know. I'm just repeating it's like not myself. not a surprise now. anymore. It's like you expect it. And so you go into it like thinking the worst. It's like, I'm not going to get this. I'm not going to get that. And like, and it's especially, I don't know if you guys have the same experience as well or if the listeners do, but my academic advisor is like good at what he does. Like I, I like him. He's great. Uh, but then I have my meeting with him and he tells me what classes I should sign up for. I tell him what I think sounds interesting, all that kind of stuff. And then he's like, okay, like, you know, be sure to online, you know, register, like, get to that and i'll see you next semester i was like thanks uh and then every time i'm like all right well now i gotta do that like i had the nice fun part where i talk about my future and things i want to do and classes i want to take is over now i have to try and get navigate through this broken website and i think it changed recently too in the last year because it used to look different it used to be just through CougarNet, but now it goes through something called banner i believe the same thing happened with my other university i think it was like an international thing where everyone uses like banner now and i can't tell if it's better or worse but like i had the same thing with my advisor where it's like make sure you set your alarm at like 8 a.m and like even if you wake (laughs) up half an hour before it's like gonna be the same thing so Mm -hmm. that what what makes that even funnier to me too is that i have in the past had a different advisor who told me to do that and get up early and i would get up early and it would just not work and then and then like now with my new advisor he's like you know whenever you have a chance and i'll do it like the afternoon of some random day in the middle of the week and it still will not work oh and like the waitlisting thing it's like praying for someone to like drop it and like yeah actually that was i don't know if you guys have any weird stories with waitlisting i've never tried it because i'm too scared of it because i don't think it works and those fears were confirmed when i was in my advising appointment and the advisor was like oh, uh, you could take this class. Oh, wait. And I was like, what? He was like, well, it says there's an empty speed, There's an empty seat, but there's also someone on the wait list. I don't know why it hasn't moved them over yet. I don't know. But you can't take that one because it's obviously going to be full. I was like, oh, why didn't that person get... <laughs> that guy's probably just waiting. Right. Oh. oh, that could be explained by them having maxed out hours. So if they don't have any hours oh. left, and then they can't automatically... Because I've tried it, and it does work the wait list so if you can give it a try i would say give it a try because okay. if it kicks someone out and then you have less hours then it'll enroll you so interesting i yeah. don't know um any other horror stories or stories in general of enrolling uh, final things to get out there i know it was your thing brandon if you want to get, drop well, anything actually right now i cannot get into one of the classes i will need to graduate oh no oh uh can i ask what class it is uh yes masscom 401 there is only one class of it being taught next semester and i cannot get into it is that like the senior project equivalent for masscom students like the final final class uh no it's just one that i've been needing to take and i was planning on taking it over the summer i just 
it was a lot to take two classes over the summer, so I only ended up taking one. Right, right. But it's also online, so I don't completely understand why there are only 19 or so mm-hmm. spots in the class. Mm-hmm. If it's online, you'd think there'd be more room for more seats. Like, the only... Right. If, if it's an online class, in my mind, the only reason there's a seat limit is because the professor teaching it, you know, whatever they're comfortable grading and dealing with. Mm-hmm. I don't think there's any other, like, reason there should be a seat limit in a black like, Zoom class. is, like, pretty unlimited, so... Yeah, ev- even if it is synchronous or mm-hmm. asynchronous, like, either way, I don't know. I was say, I asked about getting into the class, but I was told that I would have to take it over the summer. That's more or less what I was told. So... Mm-hmm. Especially because, like, I don't, yeah, there's probably, I don't know, I don't know. There, there's some classes too that I'm like, I can't imagine a case where this is happening, but I bet it has happened where someone's like, oh, that's a fun class to just get some credit hours on, and they enroll really early and sign up for it, and someone else is like, okay, this is like the last class I need <laughs> to take to graduate, and it's full, and I know that it's like kind of rude to say but it is totally true that some people need certain classes more than others you yeah. know and i don't know i wish there was like a priority thing. priority thing or like order of operations yeah, for right. like who gets that yeah i don't know i don't even know how to implement that or what they would even do um, who knows yeah this class i'm not entirely sure if it might prevent me from uh what's the word like graduating or moving on as a mass combine major yeah, kind of. I because I can, I I wouldn't say it's declare to graduate, but mm. whatever the equivalent of you that to, is. Don't you have to apply to graduate? Apply to graduate. I'm pretty sure this class is probably going to stop me from applying to graduate. Right, because I think I'm in that same situation where next semester I'll have enough credits where I can be like, hey, I will graduate at this semester if you let me, like the semester after, and who knows if they'll let me. <laughs> so yeah, I don't even know how that process works. Who knows? Um. Yeah, I think we covered that pretty well. As as most of it, yeah. Um, the next thing I wanted to talk about was uh, a new column that we're doing. I wrote the first edition of it. I'll technically be writing the second one as well, which should be out after break, but we will see how that goes. Um, it's a new thing. We actually got the idea to do it at a convention. We were going to attend in person, but it was all virtual. That's a whole other thing. But talking to people at that convention, uh, we got the idea to implement... Implement. <laughs> Implement. Right, it's late in the day. It's been yeah. a long day. <laughs> it's, it's been a long day. Just a little sidebar. I locked all of my things <laughs> in this room that we were recording the podcast in. Uh, me and Jenna were just blindly like trying to find someone to let us in. Brandon was like, I'm going to go grab my ID. I'll be late. And then someone let us in. I wish I would have gotten her name before she left. So I could have been mm-hmm. like, shout out to you. Mm-hmm. But uh, whoever you are. Whoever you are. Mystery, <laughs> mass com, or I guess, music student who was wandering in the basement of Dunham <laughs> uh, late this evening. I felt so s- weird, too, because there were just random people who were, like, getting off of, like, you know, practicing or, like, a late class and, like, leaving. And then I was like, excuse me, I'm with the <laughs> Alestal. Let me into this room. I'm totally an actual student here. Hi. And, like, I, because my keys and my wallet were in my jacket. I was just wandering around for, like, a half an hour. We're here now. Sorry. Oh, just wanted to get that out. It's <laughs> awful. Um... In other news, we have a new column we're trying to do, uh, Cougars in the Wild, uh, which uh, is basically supposed to be a profile type thing where we pick someone notable on campus, someone, you know, we think deserves credit on campus. Um, We have 
you know, we're taking applications for it as well. So be sure to reach out to us uh, on social media or news at alestalive.com or news editor at alestalive.com. Does it say on there? Someone looking at it. I'm just going to keep stalling until we find it. I think it's on the bottom of the Cougars in the Wild page, wherever it is. I'm just going to keep stalling while uh, someone... Contact news at alestalive.com. News at alestalive.com to find out. <laughs> if, if, if you have someone that you know of who's notable, who we should look at, you know. Uh, I did the very first one. A graduate student in sociology named Tyler Dove. Uh, he was a really interesting guy. Um, I don't know. I guess just thoughts on this as a column is something that we start doing. I I think it's just a really cool kind of thing because it's kind of similar to what I'm trying to do, which... Oh, in the sports section? Yes. So I am, and not to, I guess, spoil what is going to be... It's your own thing. You can spoil it, yeah. I'm not going to spoil it just right, yet. Right. I won't spoil the person, but I will spoil the idea of trying to feature maybe not just players but also the coaches of the teams so that Mm. students will kind of get to know their coaches because the section is get to know your coach okay and then that will that be out the monday after break or is it a little later uh that that should be out in our next publish okay so the next time you see a copy of the lestal which will be a week from this episode well a week and a few days from this episode uh brandon should hopefully have that um, but yeah, I think that's totally, I think that's also a really easy way to get people interested in picking up the paper. Cause I mean, if you interview someone in a story, they'll be like, Oh, I think I got interviewed. I might, they like, they'll probably pick it up. They might forget who knows. But if you are the focus of the story and it's talking about what you're doing is like important, and like good, you're totally going to be like, Oh yeah, I, I Oh, yeah, and then the friends, and then friends of friends. And then, friends, and then, gonna, and yeah. then like, grandma's like, right. give me a copy home for break. <laughs> Let's, like, frame it. <laughs> my grandma does that with the pages I design. And That's I'm like, all right. Cute. But, um, uh, and like I said, there's, like, tons of room to move around on this section, too, because it doesn't have to just be, like, you know, someone who's doing something academic or someone who's doing, like, it's, like, this first person we did, Tyler Dove. He's a sociology student, but he started the Sunrise Movement chapter at SIUE or helped start it. He worked with the Sierra Club. He's done all sorts of, like, activist work and work with climate and environmentalism, like, super important stuff. So, and I believe, you know, I, I don't know if Damien, because this is news, Damien's the news editor, I don't know if he wants us to spoil who I'm supposed to be interviewing for the next one, but... Yeah, it, it's it's different. It's not another like person doing organization stuff. It's kind of a it's it's a different way of approaching it. And I like, I don't know, versatility because really, I don't know if you guys agree, but I feel like this doesn't even have to be like a planned story. If push comes to shove, if we don't do it one week, and then Damien's like, I need another news story. Someone do a Cougars in the Wild. We could just find someone on campus and just be like, What makes you interesting? Why why should I talk to you? And most people would probably be like, you shouldn't talk to me. Don't talk to me. Who are you? But I feel like we'd definitely find someone who's, like, passionate about something. Or at least talk to them enough and be like, we'll do a profile on literally anyone. Because I think that's what makes this section important. I've been talking for way too long. Does anyone else have a thought? (laughs) No, I agree. I like spotlighting someone specific. Because all the other stories are, like, focused on organizations or something in general or 
you know we do have a lot of interesting people on campus like if you meet anyone i think they would have like an interesting backstory or a different diverse origin or something that makes them unique and i like how we're focusing on that in the section mm-hmm. um yeah, like I said, if you have anyone that you want to reach out, or not reach out to, if you have anyone that you think is deserving of that spotlight. The honor. The honor of that <laughs> spotlight, yes. Or if, I don't know if Damien's letting people propose themselves as focuses of it, but he probably is. Whoever you are, you know what? Just reach out, newsadolescentalive.com, because we'll totally, totally need people to talk to. I don't think we'll ever run out of people, even if people don't, even if we get zero requests or suggestions, I don't think we'll ever run out, because honestly, it could be literally anyone, like I said. Um, that kind of wraps up that. I think that also kind of wraps up the discussion of stories for the week. We're going to move into our two sort of new closing sections, well, one, two, our two closing sections. Keep it simple. <laughs> um, cougar controversies. As I said previously, uh, we're going to start doing the upcoming one instead of the previous one. Uh, however, this week, there is no upcoming one because the Monday this comes out, we're not putting one up. So we'll just talk about the old one again. Uh, whales versus goldfish. Uh, I am going to apologize now to all listeners that I told you I was going to have a whales. I was going to eat one and have an opinion. And I didn't. So I still like don't really know where to stand based on uh, Francesca and Nicole's description of it because they both disagreed. Francesca said goldfish. Nicole said whales. They both disagreed. So then they described whales to me in like a neutral, agreed upon way. And I was like, whales are better just based on the description alone. Is it cheesy? Because I've never had it either. Supposedly, so. it's like a little sharper cheddar. Okay. And it's like the texture's like a little softer, I think. Okay. Or no, it's a little crunchier. It's crunchier than the goldfish. Maybe I'm remembering it wrong. Brandon, you're the only other person who's <laughs> exactly. had both of them. Because Jenna and I talked before, and Jenna was like, I haven't had whales either. Okay. Brandon? I, I, don't, I don't really know what I like. Because it depends. Because mm-hmm. goldfish have different flavors, whereas whales are usually a standard so that was something you mentioned yes yes you can have the different colored goldfish but the whales is just cheddar yes and they and they are different they're different goldfish and they are different uh flavors different uh types of cheese all different things whereas whales are kind of just boring i think whales are very boring goldfish are better I have a list of the different goldfish flavors here, and I'm kind of disgusted. Do <laughs> you guys want to hear? Sure. I know yeah. Brandon likes these, but I'm kind of upset because as this list goes on, it gets more and more <laughs> sort of depraved and chaotic. So original, also known as saltine, which doesn't sound right. I guess cheddar is a different... Cheddar isn't the original flavor, which is weird. But then we have whole grain, cheddar, still normal. Cheese trio, normal. Parmesan, sounds good. Pretzel, little weird. Pizza awful ranch oh no just ranch flavor just the pretzel one i remember there was like a mix pack or something mm-hmm. and then they had the cheese one and the pretzel one and i remember picking only the pretzel ones out so that was that must say something about that i think i mean the rest of them most of them don't sound good but those first like four or five probably all of them leading up to pretzel right. sound great <laughs> not pretzel the pizza great. or the ranch definitely no. no brandon have you had any of those awful last ones <laughs> no 
I, I really like Parmesan, <laughs> though. I can tell you that Parmesan much. sounds really good. Parmesan sounds. sounds bomb. Cheese Trio sounds bomb. Pretzel sounds really I like... I love pretzels in any form, honestly. I am a fiend. Um, that's a completely random <laughs> thought. Um, so, seems like we're leaning more towards goldfish now, even though I said that I wasn't. We should try oh, them. Wow. And then have your final verdict. Yes, yeah, so a final verdict in another, another later right. episode of the podcast. Um... I think the votes were tied that week. This yeah, week it was too, five uh, to five. Fifty percent either way. Yeah. yeah. Um, so you know, very weird because our very first one it was a super hard lean one way. I remember. Was it the what was the topic? Was it the three bean soup latte? No, no, um, because the three bean soup latte one. If a vanilla soy latte is three bean soup. Oh right. That one was fifty fifty as well. But the week before that, when we asked about uh, if a hot dog was a taco or a sandwich. And myself, uh, photographer Claire Sollenberger, and managing editor Damian Morris got into a bit of a screaming match in the podcast. Oh, no. <laughs> Not a screaming match, but like a debate. A re- real real, real debate on it. Uh, it was very hard leaning towards Sandwich that week. But every week since then, it's been split down the middle. So, very curious. I don't know. Um, I guess we'll move into Obsessions. For those of you who are just tuning into the podcast or who don't remember, Obsessions is a... Recurring section we do kind of to round out the podcast, something you've been interested in, a movie, TV show, book, artist, songwriter, album, something like that, anything you've been checking out that you think deserves just a shout out, something that's been helping you with stress, maybe. It's a good way to describe it. Do either of you have ones, or do I need to go? Um, I've been doing, something? I do a good job of introducing, like, telling people before the podcast, but I still almost always am like, you guys have one? And they're like, I'm still thinking, <laughs> which is totally fine. You guys still thinking? Okay, you can go first. Brandon, okay. you good? You almost opened your mouth. <laughs> uh, I'll go. I have an idea. It's more, maybe not something that I personally have found to be, I guess, a stress reliever, but it's more, I. it's something I do with someone, so it's more... I don't know. So the obsession is the band The Police, which I have not listened to since I was a child. That, that's a, a sting, right? It's like the eighties. It's good stuff. Yeah, I. It's like good I kind cheesy of like about 80s it. rock. And then I, because one of my good friends, she really likes it. So listening it or listening to it with her is more, or is a stress reliever as compared to just listening to it. So maybe the thought of listening to it with her kind of makes it a stress reliever for myself. Right, because I feel like that's totally different to listening to music with someone versus listening to music. Because mm-hmm. I can't sit around and just have music play. I have to be doing something as well, like writing or schoolwork or reading or dancing or something like that. I, I can't just like play it. But if I'm with someone, we can totally just talk and just have music in the background. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, my obsession this week... Uh, I have two. I always feel like I have like a bunch because I always like when I was the guest in the podcast, I'd always be like, I have no clue. But now that I'm the host, I'm like, I want to <laughs> tell so many people about so many things. So um, I have a very weird one and a very straightforward one. The straightforward one is I've been re-listening to one of my favorite albums of all time. Uh, to Pimp a Butterfly by Kendrick Lamar. Oh, my God. Like, I love that album, but I was just re-listening to it on the way here today and like earlier this week. And I was like. I haven't listened to this in a while. This is a, 
Like, it's a good album, but I hadn't listened to it in a while. I'm just getting back into it. I don't know. Um, the Weird Obsession is uh, another musical artist. So my girlfriend is a violinist at Illinois State University. She's great. She just had her big final end of the year, end of the school career recital, right, where she has nice. to perform on her own. It's totally great last week. Uh, but a week before that, she and I, she, she had this big event for, like, the music department there for the, it's called String Project, like, string teachers aspiring to teach kids music. And all the alumni come back, people who graduated out of that system, people who were former students in that system, stuff like that. Uh, and the son of the conductor of the university's orchestra, the university's conductor is a guy named Glenn Block, but his son is Mike Block, who is this really good cellist. He, like, invented a cello strap you can stand and play because you have to sit and play cello. Well, Super weirdly specific stuff. But he came on stage and was like, yeah, I'm going to play some songs for you. And he was like playing like great crazy stuff. But then he started singing. Okay. And I was, me and my girlfriend were like, I didn't know he sang. This guy's really good at singing. He had like a really nice voice. It was really cool. So I've been listening to the music of Mike Block a lot. He has this really, like I said, weird song, which is a mashup between... Well, not even a mashup because it makes it sound like he like edited it. He literally just organized it, wrote it with himself and a tabla player named Sandeep Das from India. Uh, and it's a combination of the Hindi song Raghupati Raghava Raja Ram and the American like Christian Southern folk song Where the Soul Never Dies okay. by Hank Williams. And he just like really smoothly combined the songs and I've just been jamming to that on repeat where it's just a guy, a couple voices, a cello, and a tabla. Like a drum set. That sounds so intriguing. I'm going to have to check that out. It's very strange. (laughs) I'm hoping it's one of those things that's so weird that people are like, yeah, I'll have to look at that. That's (laughs) That's me. Because it's really good. I don't know. I I could talk about Mike Block forever. That guy's very good. Um, But that's those are my obsessions for the week. I would say if it's leaning towards stress, this is such a mainstream thing that everyone just, I feel like including myself, overlooks for the longest time. Like you'd see those like stress relieving coloring books or like chakra mm. things. Or, like, And you're like, I'm not going to buy that. Like, what's that going to do? Like I was at my cousin's house and she had like a bunch of coloring books open. It was like a Hello Kitty one and like, you know, those like kid ones. Yeah. And I sat there for, I think, a good four hours doing nothing but, like, coloring. Mm. And you don't even feel the time pass. It's just, like, therapeutic, I think. So that was Mm. one thing. Another thing is I have not done this yet, but I've heard that it's very good. So I have an embroidery set that I've bought. And then people, like, swear by it. And they're, like, embroidery or crochet is, like, the number one thing for stress relieving. But I honestly, like, have it out, and then I'm not even going to attempt it because it just looks so stressful, so yeah, I don't know how that's going to work. Uh, the coloring book thing, that was always something I same way, where right. I was like, does that actually help? Right. That seems kind of blow. And then I, like, someone had one, and they're like, yeah, you can do a page or something of, like, those adult coloring books, like the crazy old right. stuff. And then I did that, and I was like, oh, this wow. is good. Wow. Right. I'm, I was, wow, I was wrong, yeah. I don't know. Um... Well, that wraps it up for us here at the Last Laughter Hours this week. Be sure to check us out on Twitter and Facebook and Instagram for all these updates. If you want to read any of the stories we talked about in full and any more that we've released, go to www.alestalive.com. Uh, like I said, the week this episode comes out, we're not publishing, but we'll see you next week. Thank you again. Thank you.